You are listening to the Run Duo Podcast, a program to entertain and to inform. For runners, by runners. Now here are your hosts, India Cook and Tommy Mitchell. And we are back. Yes, we are, we are the, the Run, Run Duo. Duo. I am Tommy Mitchell. And I am India Cook. And this is episode number 14. 14. Yes, indeed. Well, look who's back in town. I am back. She's home, y'all. <laughs> I am home, and I brought back a PR. There you go. Yes, 17 minutes and 27 second PR. Oh, wow. Yes. So if y'all don't know what we're talking about... um, Miss India Cook yes. went up to Chi Town. Chicago. And on a was it a was it windy? What was going on? Up it there? was raining. That's what it was. It was raining. Yes. On a rainy day in Chicago. Rainy, gloomy, and a little chilly, but it wasn't too bad. She 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 PR'd. I did. I PR'd. I was real literally soaked by mouth five. Wow. So as soon as I got to the starting line, I was taking some like start line picture, not starting line, but you know, to my corral, mm-hmm. it started to rain. It was the rain to where I need to put my phone away. Really? It uh-huh. was like that? Uh-huh. So uh-huh. was it a steady rain through all 26 Not miles? all 26. I want to say that the rain stopped about, maybe about 10 or so, 10 okay. or 11. Uh-huh. So it wasn't steady, but I mean, I'm soaked by this point. Like my shoes are sloshy. Yeah, like it was, it was raining. That's not, that's a very uncomfortable feeling. It really is. And I mean, of course, I'm used to like my shirt and my bottoms being wet because I'm a sweater. Mm-hmm. But it's still like I knew that I, my body was wet. So, yeah. Wow. But it was cool. Like I kind of told myself what I did that, was it a, the 16 miler that I did in the rain here in Atlanta? I think it was the 16 miler training run that I did. Oh, training run. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like no tomorrow. And that's why I tell people train in the rain like if you're supposed to do a run in the rain do it because you never know it what can happen on race, on race day. day and like you need to be equipped for it it was funny because i was starting at the when i was at the starting line there was you know there's people talking around you and there was people from la that was right next to me and it was like we're not used to this like we don't know how to run in the rain like i guess because mm. it doesn't i'm assuming it doesn't rain in california whatever it's a song <laughs> it is a song i know but whatever <laughs> so i guess you know they were saying they don't know what to do and i'm like i train it like we don't get downpour here all the time, but yeah. there's been some training runs that I've had to run in the rain. Yeah. And of course, for our listeners, don't rain in thunder and lightning because that's just not safe. And don't rain to where you can't see in front of you. But mm-hmm. if it's raining or drizzling outside, go for it because the race is still going to go on race day. Yeah. If it's thunder and lightning, it's not, but the race is still going to go on. Exactly. They they don't care. They exactly. got that money, so they're going to yes. make you run. So, okay. Okay. Start from the beginning. Okay. You wake up. <laughs> Well, first of all, let me start before that. I didn't have any anxiety. I feel like I literally got to Chicago, and I don't think it had hit me yet that I was running a marathon on Sunday. I flew in super early on Friday morning, and I don't. it just hadn't hit me that I was mm-hmm. doing it. Like, I was going through the motions, everything, but I guess I'm comparing the anxiety that I had last year for my first marathon yeah. to not having really any this time, so it was really weird. That is weird, considering how much support you had yes. with you last time. Yes. Yeah, so but even my anxiety that, was ridiculous last yeah. year. Like it was, but I think it was the unknown. Like anxiety comes from fears of the unknown usually, or things, fears of worrying about of things that are going to happen. So this year, it did not hit me till the night before. I literally had this song. I'm gonna stretch. I'm gonna get my life <laughs> together. I don't need you to be talking to me. Like I need to get my mind right. Yeah. But got there early on Friday. Um, was able to link up with my homie and just you know we were able to get from the airport to the home that we were staying at. 
And I was kind of relaxed. I was chill. We didn't do too much hanging out. You know, when I got some food and things of that nature, I did end up going to the Black Greek um, Chicago like meetup. No, I'm not Greek, but I ended up going to that because that was like one of the gatherings that they had. I didn't go to the Posies. Usually have a yeah. house party on mm-hmm. Friday night. I didn't do that, but that was only because the guy that we were staying with, like he's from Chicago and he kind of knew like areas and all that. So he's like, I don't know if that's a good area. And I was just like, what? He said it what wasn't a good area. Like good area to travel to get to. Oh. Like he was trying to survey like the good parts of Chicago. Like he gave us these good and bad parts of Chicago. And I was like, well, whatever. I'm not here for <laughs> a lot of parties. And I don't know the posies. The posies, yeah. if you're listening, I don't know you. And I didn't meet you until the Black Greek event. So I probably wouldn't have rolled up back to your house anyway because I don't Everybody know Everybody do it anyway. Everybody do it, but any of you probably wouldn't have did it. It but is pretty far out from yes, where everybody that's stays. That's yeah. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not, you know, going to do that. But anyway, so I did go to the Black Greek event. So that was cool. We took a really big group picture. It was good to see all of the Atlanta people. It was a good, I guess, like 10 of us that came out this year mm-hmm. um, to run from Atlanta. So, did that and went home, got myself together, had me some pizza, did some little carb loading, had a little pasta, sliced of pizza earlier today, pasta the next time, and got off I your got feet. myself together. I got off my feet and I laid it on down. So, the morning of, I was ready. Um, the house that we were staying at literally was a couple blocks from the starting line. So, oh, I didn't have perfect. to take... Yeah, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to take transit... I didn't have to do any of that, so I literally walked myself. I had the little, you know, Atlanta Track Club, how they do the little t- throwaway shirts. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Not shirts, but the jacket. Yeah, the jacket. After the, what, Thanksgiving, usually they give it to you. Thanksgiving and sometimes the 10-mile with the little jackets mm-hmm. that they give. I wore that because it was a little chilly, but it wasn't horrible. And I had my hat on, and once I got to the corral, it started raining. And I was like, all right, I'm going to have to. So you were just it. all by yourself? Yeah. Really? I was by myself. Oh. <laughs> Why is it all? <laughs> so I mean, I'm always by myself, but was, I understand. I will say this. It was by myself, and it was very different than last year. Yeah. So I kept comparing in my head how it was last mm-hmm. year. Like, last year, I had three of my best friends with me in the hotel with me. They were preparing. They was like, do you have everything? They were discussing. They knew to be quiet in the hotel room because I was trying to get my mind right. So it was very different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was by myself. Um, and because people that we were staying with, a couple of them were running. And they were out earlier than I was for the corral because they're, you know, obviously faster than me. Okay. So they were out earlier. So, yeah, I walked, got myself together, got to the corral, got to the starting line by myself and took off. Wow. Yes. So at what point did you go, hmm? This is this is getting rough. So I'm gonna tell y'all this, and it's maybe too too TMI. So for the first half, so up to mile 13. Well, first of all, my shoes were super sloshy by mile five. By mile 13, I was on track to have a 30 minute PR, like the first half of the, the half of the marathon. Okay. So literally up to mile 13, I was up in track on track to have a 30 minute PR which is what I was going for I was going for a 30 minute PR because Mm -hmm. I knew last year because of my injury I was a lot slower than I wanted to so I was going for a 30 minute PR didn't really tell many people that but I was going for a 30 minute PR um so at halfway mark is when I got severe chafing under my arms Mm -hmm. and I don't know if anybody saw me this previous weekend at the race or anything y'all saw my arms are like taped up and wrapped up I got severe chafing. So I started having really severe burns. And what that means, literally my skin was gone, guys. Like literally it was to the white meat. So I started having pain. Mm. 
with my arms and I don't know if it was because like my shirt I had worn it worn it one other time mm-hmm. I hadn't worn it any other time and that's another thing do not wear new gear mm-hmm. on race day don't. always train or have a couple runs in gear mm-hmm. so that you can find out if a shirt is going to chafe or cause you any issues never wear a new shirt on race day so that happened I had only wore the shirt one time so I'm assuming between the shirt and it being wet out like me already being soaking wet okay it yeah caused, it caused okay. the chafing so I had that was pain so I started like every aid station I was grabbing Vaseline to kind of throw on mm, the little yeah. on my chafing areas so at mile 13 my pace started to slack off at mile 13 I had about a two to four minute cushion mm-hmm of me meeting that 30 that 30 minutes but you know the half of the marathon is really really when that's when the marathon starts that's when the marathon starts so my pace starts slacking off and then Tommy I had to shit (laughs) (laughs) what did you eat did you eat anything in the morning did you eat like some peanut butter or something I had a honey stinger I usually do eat peanut butter like usually I eat peanut butters and crackers before but I had a honey stinger that morning I was trying not to do anything different I had done used honey stingers Uh during the training process Uh um but y'all, between my 13 and 17, I was contemplating life. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I was like, you know how they be like, don't trust, you know, don't trust passing gas because you don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> like, that's how I felt. Like, literally, I was like, I was running a little bit and I was like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> like, and again, you never know what can happen to your body on race day. Exactly. So it was my 13 when my pace started messing up. Between 13 and 17, I was contemplating life because I need to use the bathroom. And on mile 17, I went to, I had, I had to stop you, at the porta You started body. to pop. Oh, yeah. I stopped at the porta potty. So I was just like, it is what it is. And, and this is what I got to do. Yeah, I, I believe you. If you got to do it, do it sooner than later. Yeah, because it's hard to keep you. You, it can't mess, keep yeah, you can't. You can't get it out your mind. You can't, and you can't physically. Like I feel like I couldn't push myself because I was worried about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But once you did went, where, didn't you feel so much better? Oh my god! You were like, oh wait a minute. <laughs> yes, I was like, oh my god! I had to wipe my ass with a dollar, but it was okay. <laughs> Cost you a dollar to wipe your ass. Well, there wasn't no clearly the porta pilot was at mile seventeen, so there was no tissue left at that point. Okay, we're gonna talk about that <laughs> when we get into that back of the pack. Yes, there was no <laughs> tissue left at that point, and the, and the bathrooms were disgusting. And I didn't have a wipe on me, which mm-hmm. I usually carry like some of the small like good wipes or something with yeah. me. But I didn't. That for some reason I didn't, and all I had paper like was a dollar. Wow. So shit get rough. <laughs> You think somebody and, gonna get that? See, that's why the people, when your mama tell you, don't put that money in your mouth. You don't know yeah, where it's you been. You don't know where that it's been. That is what she's telling you. That's the reason. That and of course, no, I did not wipe front to back because we know that dog, but I just needed to make sure that, yeah. So, yeah. So, so that was my what now? That was my 17. Mile 17. So, we getting into it now. Yes, we getting into it. I took care of my business uh-huh. and I started trucking. And I was uh-huh. like, okay, I'm uh-huh. feeling good. I'm feeling great. And that's when I, after I took that stop, because of course that took a little time. Yeah. Like, first of all, for the, the ladies that know that I wear, I wear CWX tights. That's a workout getting them compression oh, tights yeah. on. Yeah. So by the time you pull them compression tights down to mm-hmm. get them back up and you already wet and sweating. And you sweating. Oh my God. Yes. Compression tights. So it was a workout. Uh-huh. So I will say that if I did not take that stop, I probably could have made my 30 minute PR. Yeah, I'm with you. I've been there. I did Publix. I was so mad. Yeah, yeah. I was so mad. But at the same time, so after mile 17, once I used the bathroom, I looked at my clock because I did wear a um, a timing band. 
So mm-hmm. I wear like a it. I had a time a goal time, and I had that on around my wrist. So it tells me at mile whatever where I should be. So mm-hmm. I was able to calculate how far ahead I was or off I was. Okay. And so at that point, after the bathroom break, I realized that I was not going to meet my thirty minute PR. But I was on track to PR regardless. Like, there was no way that I could mess up. Unless I just walked the rest of the way. Okay. There was no way that I could not PR. Now, how much the PR was going to be by was what it was. So, when it started getting to mile 23-ish, I was like, okay, can you at least get a 15-minute PR? Because <laughs> I was pushing myself. I was like, let me see if I can get a 15-minute PR. And it ended up being 17 and some change. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> So yes, it was it was great. I I will say I did a huge prayer at Mount Eight because that's when the IT band issue started to happen last yeah. year. And I literally said, "You're not in pain right now. Thank you, Jesus." Yeah. So that was great. Every place that I remember y'all cheering because I know you was with my dad last uh-huh. year and all, my friends. I was remember I was like, "Oh, they were in front of this gas station. They were <laughs> over here. They were over there." So I was really happy and appreciative, but also sad because. It really, like, I remember Jennifer, um, Jennifer Blake was, like, the only person that I knew out there cheering. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was all that I saw. So any of, anything outside of that was just people from all over. Gotcha. So, but yeah. So do you think it was as many people up there this year as no, last year? No, you no, think no, so? No. Just in general? No, in general it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. Okay. That's yeah, what I kind of noticed, too. Yeah, and it, so it wasn't as hype as it, as it was last year because there were so many Atlanta people that were running and people that yeah. we knew from, like, Team Takedown and yeah. all that stuff that mm. were there. And it wasn't like that this year. Um, the other thing, because it was raining, I don't think the crowd support was as much yes. as it was last yes. year. Yes. So that was the issue. Like, you know, Mile 19, they have, um, th- that's kind of like the Hispanic Mexican area. So they uh-huh. had music, salsa music going and yeah. all that. Mile 20 to 22 was silent. Really? Like, it was very quiet, Mile 20 to 22, like noticeably quiet. So when is Chinatown? You remember? Um, I want to say that is, I don't remember. Yeah, it's getting remember. close to the end yeah, because I want to say it might be after twenty two. Yeah, because because um I I specifically remember jotting in my head twenty to twenty two was quiet. Well, they said because I I did watch it on TV mm-hmm. and I looked for you. Yeah, yeah. I was I mean uh-huh. when Mo Fair went past, I expected to see you. Yeah, close. yeah, yeah. They, they didn't. Show yeah, you. they missed me. Yeah. They had panned the other way. <laughs> yeah, when he passed exactly. And so when he they panned the other way, that's when they missed me. And I was like, <laughs> dang, you just missed me. So. But I appreciate but, you. Look, hey. Yeah. So I did watch it, and I did notice that that, that the crowd support wasn't because I mean I tell people all the time, if you're gonna run a marathon, go run a world major, go do Chicago. Yes. Yes. Because the crowd support is so great. Exactly. And I did notice it wasn't as much. I did see when they went through Chinatown, because they usually have the guys on the big drums. Yes. They, they, they weren't there. They weren't there. Because they were that. there when Mo was there. Okay. When Mo well, they, by the time, time I came through when they had did the mm-hmm. whole panty thing, they had left. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> of course, did you did you get to watch The Professional? I did not. And let me tell you something, Tommy. I was asking spectators. I was like, can someone tell me who won? Like, I'm <laughs> running, and I'm randomly asking spectators who won the race. Because, they, you know, for yeah, me, yeah. nobody knew yeah i promise you i asked i asked probably like 10 people and nobody and knew. nobody knew so it wasn't until i crossed the timing mat and i don't even remember it was closer to the end when mm-hmm. i crossed the timing mat that i asked one of the people that worked for chicago yeah and they was like oh, okay mo Farrell. i was like thank you so you i mean do i still have it you if you can see it you need to watch it because it's probably one of the greater races okay that you will ever i mean I need to watch it mo 
pretty does what he did on the track. Okay. He held back. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even nearly. Yeah, I heard that he just yeah, kind of. He was just chilling. He was like kind of not even like up front, and he yeah. waited for them to start peeling off. And then yes, and he then took he made it. his move. Yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, I, I was surprised. Galen actually, uh, he was injured, mm-hmm. and I think that's what was his problem. But I don't. I still, based on the times, I don't think he could have. Because if he would have he if he would have beaten him, he would have had to PR. And I mean PR, like for real, for real, for real, yeah. to uh, to actually do it. So yeah, right. congratulations to Mo. Yes. But I'm glad you had a great experience. It was a, it was a great race. It was a great yeah. race. And even afterwards, I, my body felt very different. Like I wasn't like struggling. I wasn't like crying. Like yeah. it was. It was. I think my body is like, okay, you did this before. You're good. You trained. You did what you need to do to be in a better place, and you're good. So how was the um the park? Like afterwards, like so, were people in there because of the rain? And was yeah. it kind of clear? It was no, it wasn't clear. People were in there. People, okay. people were chilling. Of course, they were sitting on you know the little sheets of the little uh, aluminum sheets. Okay, they yeah. People were just uh-huh. sitting on those. Yeah, it was kind of muddy. Yeah, but I didn't stay in there. I, I mean, I didn't really yeah. see anybody. Well, I knew I saw some people at the finish, and I just said hey to them. Yeah, and, you know they congratulated me or whatever. But I kept I kept walking. You kept it moving. I needed to get to my ice bath. <laughs> I didn't even do nobody <laughs> mingling because <laughs> although I felt better than last year. You know, your body still, still feels like yeah, you still want to, yeah, go. Yeah, but so. um, what I will say is because he, he, and we talked about this before you left, mm-hmm. the metal was definitely oh different God, than their, so their regular nicer. metals, yes. and the shirts were so different. So much I think they nicer. must have a new person that does Something. that. Yeah, they had yeah. to change it's because it's a totally last different year, thing. They were really like the metals were really bland. Like well, they, they always are. Yeah. If you go back and look at the Chicago They're medals, yeah, very simple. Yes, yeah. and they, and you can tell it's, you would you don't even have to see what the writing. You would know. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a that's Chicago. Chicago medal. Yeah, that's a Chicago mm-hmm. medal. Um, but this year, totally different. So yes. I think maybe their their PR or marketing people changed it up. Yeah, which doing for the something. better. So I I enjoyed that, even though experience was very you know was different because it mm-hmm. wasn't a lot of Atlanta people. I really am happy that I did it this year for the medal and the shirt. Yeah, it was, that definitely worth it. So yeah, I'm I'm hoping it'll get. I'm thinking about going back myself. You know what I need? I need Nike to do better with their processing for... Um, oh, in, did you go to the Raven? Nike? Oh, my goodness. I went to Nike. Okay. You know I went to Nike. Uh-huh. But I didn't go for the shoes. I didn't get... Yeah. I, I just didn't, you know, mm-hmm. have it, whatever. I did not want to yeah. spend that money at that point. But I went to Nike to get my metal engraved. Literally, it was four lines. Like, uh-huh. you had to get in the line on the first floor, second floor, mm-hmm. third floor, and then another line to get to get... To the point of giving your information of what you wanted engraved. Yeah. And then if you had a you had an Apple uh, iPhone, then you could register your metal on the app. And then it would, once you got up to the front of the line, they already would have had your information. Oh. But the thing about it is, to get to that point was an hour wait. Wasn't it like that last year? Wait a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. And then, when it was time for you to pick it up, they sent you through another line just as bad. And then they realized that it was horrible that we had to do another line for pickup so they had medals just in bins by the last names and they literally started calling out people's names and then dropping it in the bin dropping it in bins like bins of bins like a bin would see oh if your last name starts with c if your last name starts with w like just bins and they were like all right india cook all right tommy mitchell it was it was so unorganized what? and i'm like there has to be another way that y'all can do this so Nike, get it together. I love y'all, but get it did, together. Did you purchase any other uh, paraphernalia? Like, did you buy a jacket again? I bought a, sh- I bought a shirt. I mm-hmm. bought a singlet this time. Okay. I was not pleased by the finisher's out- the finisher's jacket. Really? Yeah. Was it like last year? It was a $135 windbreaker, and I was like, I'm not paying for that. Damn. 
It is a world major. Yeah. I was like, I'm not paying for that. So I was not pleased. I did like, they did have a windbreaker that had like the the Chicago buildings on it. That uh-huh. was really, really nice. But I slept on that and I didn't get it. But I got a, I got a singlet. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got a singlet. So I got something <laughs> from it. But I was like, <laughs> some of the stuff is just not worth it. Like I, the, little, mm-hmm. the little windbreakers, I just don't like... I want an actual like jacket that I can wear. Yeah, so. I, don't, I guess they don't really do that anymore because no. very few marathons do I see where they have the actual yeah. jackets anymore. Yeah. So I wasn't I wasn't happy about the finishes of yeah. it. So, but I was well, able to get some stuff, so it was good. It was a good experience. It was. Yeah, I'm sitting so, on down. No, I'm done. What? That's what's gonna be our next question. So I'm sitting on down. No more marathon. I'm not gonna say no more, but none for 2019. I, I need I need some time off. I, I'm going to train and get myself better for my half. Like mm-hmm. I feel like. I've gotten marathons under the belt. Now, training for half marathons will be easy peasy in so many words. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, trying to get a better time with my half. Because you, as we talked about in, like, our first episode, my goal is to do 50 states, 50 halves in all the, you know, all yeah. 50 states. Yeah. So, I want to focus on that. Um, I can't say that I never will run another marathon because I know that's kind of not in me. Mm-hmm. But if it is, it's going to be the world majors. Like, I'm not, I don't think that I would just do a random state. It would need to be a world, world major. Gotcha. That would be my focus. I'm not just going to go somewhere and run a Yeah, program. I'm kind of, kind of, but actually I, I might run Publix. What? They, they changed the course. Oh, they changed Chicago course too. I forgot to say that. So, you know how you, do you remember going through like, out of the hood, like the black part of town. I they talked about it on the um. They, they said do they that this year. well they said they they did it to cut out the turns like they wanted it to be yeah, Chicago does have a lot of turns yeah and they did it to cut out some of the turns that's so what they said so we didn't go through that mm-hmm. and there's a couple there was one little bridge we went over that wasn't just a regular little incline it was yeah. a little hill so oh, really because the course changed. That was added a little bit. Now, it's, of course, not Atlanta Hills, so we was able to manage it. But yeah. it was a little different. So for people that just think Chicago is completely flat, that's yeah. not necessarily the case. Now, do you need to be stressing over hill training? I don't Yeah, You still mm. need to do hill training for strength. But yeah. at the same time, just to let you guys know that, that mm. there are some other hills. But, yeah, so Publix. Yeah, Publix changed, Um, actually. And anyway, we're going to go ahead and talk about the race. Okay. Um, Of course. They have a lot of the areas that we ran through for the race, the Unity Collective race, okay. uh, half marathon. Yeah. They have been added. They're not going out to Decatur. You don't run out to Decatur anymore. I, I heard people that are upset about that. They like the Decatur route. Well, honestly, the running out to Decatur is pretty flat. Mm-hmm. The run to Decatur is pretty flat. Mm-hmm. Coming back is where you hit a lot of hills. Okay. Um, but, yeah, you, you're still getting hills. Mm-hmm. Of Because you, you, you go through the AUC. Mm-hmm. Um, you go past MLK's mm-hmm. house mm-hmm. Um, in there somewhere. I think they were trying to add that because that's the old Olympic course. Right, you went is. You went past there. Uh-huh. So it, it's definitely going to be different. I think I'm going to do it just so I can say, hey, I ran the old course and I ran the new course. So you need to be, when are you going to do, 18 hours? Uh, 18, I mean, 18 weeks. weeks. Yeah, so when I got uh, another week or so. I'm going to have to hold you accountable. I'm yeah. about to say because Publix is at, what, February, March, so they changed March. the date. It's March. So it'll be, it's, I already figured it out. It's, it's yeah. Uh-huh. But I got a half marathon I got to run in Orlando in December with my family, so. Uh-huh. So well, they're going to run the 5K. We're going to have yeah. to hold Tommy accountable. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, so yes. this weekend. Yes. Oh, my God. It was an amazing weekend. All right. If you weren't at the Unity Collective race, if I don't know. If you're in Atlanta, Georgia, dude, I don't you know what you were out. doing. You were missing it. You I understand it was homecoming, out. but I saw a lot of people that had homecoming and but still they, came you know, out. I was confused about that. Like, how do you come in town for Clark homecoming, but you didn't come you run can't this come race? Run, you know, you take two hours out your day. Exactly. 30 minutes out your day, <laughs> boom, you back it, you back on the yard. For supporting of the culture. Exactly. But 
I had a great time. It was an amazing weekend. It was a great, great weekend. I spent all day at the expo on um, Friday. Mm-hmm. Had a great time. Met a lot of people that I knew from just basically social media. Right. Like Coach Nicole. Yes. Um, and got to meet them in person. Now, I already knew Derek Oxley, of course. Yes. Um, I met him before, but it was cool. You know, he was down. And some of our listeners. Hello, yes. hello, hello. Yes. It was a good handful of our listeners yes. that was like, hey. Exactly. So thank you for introducing yourself. It was so great to meet everyone that did that. Exactly. And thank you for continuing to listen. Awesome. Now, um, what did you think of the course? So you know, I had run the, I had run half of it already. That's right. You did one of the previews. Yeah, okay. I did one of the previews. So I was already familiar of what we were getting mm-hmm. into. It was very a little bit more industrial, I think, than people thought that it was going to be. Meaning that you know, you ran on Silver Road. You ran along the train tracks the martyr train track yeah. for a good little bit yeah um and then you know there was like warehouses and stuff on the right hand mm-hmm. side but i think it was a good it was it was hilly a nice rolling hill course yeah i think it was great that we did spend some time on the belt line i think that that was west awesome because yeah, a lot of west people were not familiar of the west side belt line and there was a lot of historical pictures and stuff that was on there so if mm-hmm. you wanted to take a second and not like focus on pace you could have took a second and like read some of the historical pieces that were there um I thought it was good. We saw some interesting people along the course. Yeah. Did you now? <laughs> the lady with the robe? Yeah. I saw, I saw three ladies with robes. I saw uh, one lady. And I saw the lady with the pink robe. Mm-hmm. So, of course, for people that weren't there or don't know. So, your southern grandma, auntie, <laughs> mama standing outside on the porch with a robe on with no <laughs> undergarments. All she had on probably was like a little t-shirt type thing underneath it. With saying a head, hey. Saying hey with a headscarf on. Hey, y'all. Hey, Breast cancer walk? Yes, we were confused. We was like, what's going on? We did run into that. We did run. I think I was probably at mile six when I saw that. Okay, yeah. Or five-ish yeah. when I saw that. Yeah, we were passing Spelman when we saw them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We were cutting through there at that yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was a it was a good route. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely had some hills. Of course. Honestly, I mean, I was kind of glad that I wasn't in tip-top shape because mm-hmm. I think if I would have really gone out and tried and was running it, yeah. like if I felt like I was in really good shape, I would have attacked it too hard. Yes. Because that end was some serious rolling hills. It was not until mile eight that stuff really got serious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it got serious for me at mile, about mile 10 because I kept a pretty good pace. Mm-hmm. One thing I do, I mean, because I haven't been racing this year at all, mm-hmm. one thing I have missed um, on my long races like marathons and, mm-hmm. you know, half marathons mm-hmm. is most of the times I will link up with Somebody, right? And we just kind of run, we yeah, we just kind of run it together. Yeah. And this time, you know, it, uh, in Savannah, it was a Mark Monroe. This time, I, I linked up with uh, uh, Mr. Twenty Six Point Two, uh, Mike Martinez. Mm-hmm. Now you know Mike, know everybody, so he's stopping right. he's like, hey. and hey, stop, which it did. You know, most times right. I would be like, okay, I'm gonna have to leave you. Right. But this time, you know, I'm I'm not trying to run any special time, yes. so we stopping, hanging out, yes. having a good time. So I actually got to really enjoy the scenery. There That's were some good. great 
scenery it as far was. as like because the sun was just coming it up because it started pretty early it was yes. still dark the sun when we took off it was dark outside yeah and the yeah. sun was just starting to come mm-hmm. up so you could see the the atlanta skyline we laughed about that we said look at us we're <laughs> we're looking at the sunset the <laughs> so it was yes. it was really really nice um like i said i, I enjoyed the um the camaraderie yes um, of everyone, and I think it was very well, you know, put on. I, I didn't, I didn't really, I, I can't think of one particular thing that I would go, okay, all right, they could have done this different or something like that. I wouldn't like more Gatorade stops. Bigger, oh, yeah, cups. maybe, maybe more Gatorade. That's true. More Gatorade, yeah. and bigger cups. Because I, I did say, yeah, because I, yeah. I was drinking the water. I was, and you know, because I had. Okay, so that was the second double digit run not race Mm -hmm. double digit run i've done all year right so i really am out of practice with what i need to run that distance so it it was great that they had um energy yes they did have they had the the, the beans out there as well yeah they had the bean i I can't do the beans i can't chew and run yeah um at the same time Uh i did because my 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 stomach was a little grumbly so i i I like first i grabbed one of the energy things and i said oh this caffeine no no (laughs) Give me one. Give me, give me one without caffeine. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> but yes. yeah, it was it was great. So other than that, I think it was a really good race. It was great that the mile markers were. You saw the circle mile markers. That was that so were inventive. That was like, so inventive. It was very amazing in in regards to that. So I think it was good. We had some really good cheer stations that were great, and it was just a good overall good time. You know, I paced with GK and his. his oh, did you? He's okay. A fool. So it was probably like 20 of us in that group, and they re- we really cheered each other on. And by the, I don't know if you saw it, by, well, I don't know what Mal was, but he changed his bottom into some Speedos to give us some excitement. He said he was because he, he said something to me. He was like, "Yeah, this Listen. is for for the for something." Because he was telling me that the day before, yes. and I didn't know what he was talking so about. He started out the run with some really probably like not even two probably two inch racer shorts because he always wears the short shorts. He always wears yeah. the really short yeah. shorts, and you know, honestly, what he has the legs to be able to do that. Yeah, and so he wears the racer shorts, and then he like ducked off, and we was like, "Where did GK go?" He comes back and he had on like some speedo type shorts. They were <laughs> so little and tight, and you know there was some ladies in our group was like, "Hey!" Like they were so excited about it. But he kept us going. He was running ahead, trying to let us know when water stops were coming, and he uh-huh. would come back around. He was having fun with the two and just kind of pushing us along the way. And he was telling us he would run ahead to tell us where somewhere we could dump, um, go into a restaurant to use the bathroom. Oh, really? So he did that. So he he really got us together. He did have another lady that was with him. I've seen her as a, um, I'm not sure of her name, and I apologize if you're mm-hmm. listening, but she's an ATC ambassador. Okay. But she also paced the group. So she was actually like pacing us. Uh-huh. I, said, I couldn't quite figure out what intervals we was on. Because it was like at one minute we was doing 30-30 and then at one minute we was doing 30 and I was so confused. But then at one minute we was tackling the downhills, walking up the uphills. Like it was, it was, I was a little confused, but we yeah. made, I made it at on time and what my expected time was. So we made it through, but it was, it was a good time. Yeah. I, I really felt like I was enjoying it. My body started to feel the full marathon that I did on Sunday at mile seven. Yeah. I was like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> my body started ticking away and I had to have some friends, Miss Paula and a couple other people that really like helped me to get through because I, okay. I kind of was, I wasn't, obviously I wasn't going to throw in the towel, but I could feel that I ran that marathon on Sunday and I was tired. Gotcha. So. Yeah, it was, um, and, and I enjoyed, um, so many people that this was their first yes, half. So many people. Like they were like, this is my, this is going to be my first half. Yes. Guess, guess who's first? <laughs> 
guess whose first half it, it was? Um, Malik. Yeah, Tash's husband. Yes, it was his first. And he said he hadn't trained. He was I, like, I, I know have he not said trained. he hadn't trained. Like, yeah. He was like, I'm about to but, yeah. make it, which I saw him a couple times on the course. Yeah. So I'm like, you good? He was like, I'm going to make it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I started with him. Yeah. Because um, I was telling him, yeah, I haven't. Did, I was like, yeah. At that time, I thought I hadn't done any double-digit yes. runs, but I'd done like one 10-miler okay. all year. Yeah. But I was like, dude, yeah. But he's like, no, this is it. This is from scratch, <laughs> you know. He's so, like, I ain't been running. Exactly. So yeah. it was it was definitely I'm glad he finished. Yeah. Um I saw him shortly after I finished. I ain't gonna lie, when I finished, I was happy. But yes. I my body cuz at one point Mike was like, "Come on, come on." I was like, "Dude, that's okay. it. I'm no done." My my legs, I felt like I ran a marathon. Right. That's how my legs were feeling cuz I just hasn't haven't been doing it. Yeah. Um I did get some jello shots right there before mm, the end. I couldn't even stomach <laughs> that at that point. I was I'm just trying to get done. Yeah. Cuz it was the last little hill it there. It was the last little hill, but mm-hmm. you know, it was great to see the cheer squad I'm out 13 it was right before you turned yeah. into the finish yes, they uh-huh. were really exciting yeah, uh-huh. and they got some good pictures taken uh-huh. right there so that was great yeah it yeah. was it was definitely good now not only did we participate in the race yes we were also luckily um we participated in one of the panels, yes. Um, which I truly enjoyed. I did um, we, you know, we got to do more of them. Yeah, we got to find some more panels. <laughs> yeah, I really was thinking like we need to have a, a, a like a a black uh, runners media summit. Yes, like where we can because just like Darrell was saying, like okay, so Darrell, um, who was one of the real runners of Atlanta, yes. Um, Darrell was saying because they kept trying to tell us to get off the stage because he was like podcasters. We can't be quiet. We want to talk. Yes. And I think it would be great if we maybe, I mean, even if we don't do it like live in front of an audience, if we got a roundtable podcast together Mm -hmm. and we just went in. Yeah. I think that'd be so great. It would be great information. And I think like allowing like viewers and listeners Mm -hmm. to submit questions so that we can say, okay, this person asked this question and then be able to pose the question. You think we can hit Darrell up and he'll just throw one more Real Runners of Atlanta and we, and like we all just go over to his house. He might. (laughs) You know, he and do it that be. way, and let him moderate, and like you know, he we does very well with moderation. Exactly, because yeah. I we could have been up there for another hour. I think. Oh yeah, and I think people would have been like he was cutting us off. Yeah, yeah, he was I, like I, okay, <laughs> but I mean, I could have said more. Everybody on the panel, I think, could have said more. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I, I think everybody would. And it was interesting. It, it wasn't was. just like the, the talking for the sake of talking. Yes. And it I, was very interesting. And I really appreciate the people that did step forward mm-hmm. and you know ask the questions. I think that that was great like to be able to have that option to be able to to say the questions that they have or comments that they had because some of them just had comments yeah um so that was great to be able to do that so yeah we need to put something together yeah that definitely sounds like something we, we need to put. did you ever talk to polo did you see him yeah i saw him we didn't, but like he was walking around while we were on stage oh, and then re- he was he was recording us the whole time and then like when we were done i was like where is he he was recording us the whole time i got a picture with him after the race but he was he was he was shooting footage i think he'd be lurking around getting footage and just don't be saying nothing to nobody because <laughs> I, w- I wanted to talk to him i, I didn't i, didn't I never say, got a chance to talk, talk to him, him but he was he was around getting footage gotcha so, yeah, gotcha yeah. now as far as the actual race they they did have some elites there yeah um i don't remember the names of all the elites but i'll I'll tell you this: the the overall female winner is someone we interviewed. Yes, Shawana White. Shawana White, congratulations! Yes, congr- congratulations, one twenty seven oh three. And then the overall male um, is actually an elite runner that runs with the Atlanta Track Club, uh, mm-hmm. Blake uh, Jorgensen. Mm-hmm. Now the second place overall male is Ronald Joseph, who we also, also have interviewed from New York. From New York, mm-hmm. from NYC, he came down, mm-hmm. um, and he finished in one twenty forty. But Blake 
killed it. One twelve forty one. Yes, killed it. And he's not a young dude. He's thirty six. No, he's, he's thirty six. Yeah, he killed it. That's amazing. Yeah, so that, he he finished and was getting water and kind of chilling by the time Ronald came in. I was like, <laughs> damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and I mean, this wasn't a course to be running. No. PR zone. This no. was not a P this is not a course that you go out and say, you know, I'm on PR. This is not a no. PR course. Yeah. He did the thing on thing. Amazing. He was just crazy, amazing. crazy, so crazy. That amazing. was amazing. And I don't I think some people were very surprised. Like, who is this dude? Yeah, well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, mm. so. Yes. After the race, now of course I was nowhere near the elites. I was way I was yes. the back of the packer boy. Right. But when it once everything was said and done, of course, I find Ronald, who it, you know said he was trying to run a one eighteen. I think it's what he said. I thought he said. What did he say? Was it a one eighteen or one ten? I, I don't think because I would have slapped him if he said one ten. I want to say he said one eighteen. Okay, okay, okay. But anyway, I think that's what he said. So I just really was going up to him like, "Hey, how did it go? Hey, did you win? Because yeah. I really assumed that he was going to win. Right. Because with Darrell pacing, yeah, I figured, well, who yeah, else? Because Darrell would have gave him that work. Yeah, uh-huh. Darrell and um, Coach O wasn't there. Yeah, Coach O wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, so uh-huh. I was like, okay. So our Atlanta people that we knew that would have gave Ronald yeah. that work was Yeah, not, I was like, okay, was so Ronald's probably going to go ahead and win this. Okay. And he goes, no. He said, no, this guy. <laughs> this, this guy showed up at the last minute <laughs> and won the whole thing. <laughs> And I'm dying laughing because, I don't know, for people that have not listened, please go back to our podcast when we interviewed Ronald and you will know why we're laughing. Like, Ronald has a very confident slash cocky persona about himself. And I ain't gonna lie. I was like, who gonna come in here and rake up Ronald? Because I felt like he needed to come to Atlanta because he was very cocky when he got his sponsorship and Mm -hmm. was getting paid to come to Atlanta. Yes. Per his Instagram, he was very cocky about, I'm about to go to Atlanta and win this thing. So when someone stepped up at the last minute and gave him that work by minutes, I was like, oh. Now, the the gentleman that ended up winning was not uh, African-American. He He was was not. not. At all. No. And, you know, some people felt some kind of way that Uh you're going to come to this race and do that. Yes. And it's not even that, you know, you came to the race and did it. You came and entered, like, that day. Yes. Like, nobody knew you were coming. No. But you here. Now, Um, let me just say this. The Atlanta Track Club, um, I'm sure Tess has a very good relationship with them. She does. And yes. I'm sure, and she's the one that gave us Jay um, from Atlanta Track Club. Exactly, like, exactly. She has a great relationship with them. And um, the Atlanta Track Club actually, um, they held down one of the water stations. Yes. Um, actually, the director was holding yes. down one of the water exactly. stations. Exactly. Yes. So that's the kind of relationship. Go ahead. Oh, that's she. <laughs> yeah, you put your hands up. I was like. about to say something. I was going to say, let's put a disclaimer. This was not a race to where we did not allow. Other people outside of African American. Yeah, you run. you could be. You yeah. could be anything. Yeah, that you run. exactly. However, it was predominantly African American. Yeah, runners. it was supposed to be. Well, it's a race that they were putting on for with us. All, yeah, yeah, with all African American businesses, um, right. the, the the ambulance drivers, everybody. You know, yes. African American, and um, so when I guess, and I mean, now let me say this. Let me let me just clarify this. I don't know if the guy just showed up that day and entered. Right. Because I can't imagine Tess would let that happen. First off, well, this is the reason well, why. Why was she not? Because how you 
If I came the day of and was like, Tess, can I get a number? Oh, the day of, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no registration. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I can't I, I imagine that's what happened. I'm yeah, thinking no, 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 no. she knew he was coming. Yeah. But he was not on the stage with the elites. Okay. Because so they I did a panel with the elites. That's more so the issue. Because mm-hmm. no, there was not race day registration. So mm-hmm. I don't think that she could have done that. And I yeah. know Tess is very strict with her rules. Exactly. Because she is, even though we know her personally, mm-hmm. she's very strict about her rules. And mm-hmm. she's about, like, she doesn't. She about business. She about business. Exactly. Right? But I think the issue more so, like you said, is because the person, because Blake is a Atlanta track club elite, Mm -hmm. there are some people that thought that he should have been registered as an elite and not just show up as a regular racer because he is elite and has amazing times. Exactly. And this is a money race. It was a money race. It wasn't just, we ain't just out here running, like, um, everybody get on a line. No. It's It's a money race. Money was involved in this. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where some people may have been a little salty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That he did take it and that people didn't know. Because on at the panel, they had, it was what, 10 of them up there? Just the about, panel. uh-huh. It was 10 of them. It was one, and Not all of them were African-American. No, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was what, five guys? Four guys. Four guys. Yeah. Four guys. Mm-hmm. And Ronald including one. It was four guys. Mm-hmm. And so for them, I'm sure they probably sized up the competition from the elite group mm-hmm. and knew what could be done. And I'm sure Ronald was like, okay, I think I can take this. Mm-hmm. Or whoever else was on the panel felt like they, you know, they probably could take this, probably looked up some stats. Yeah. And so when this guy comes that is not African-American and takes the winning, you know, they was probably a little salty. They, I mean, but this is the thing. If you knew he was there... Was it gonna make you run faster? Right. Like, like if you, you knew ten, exactly, you thought that you did it. If he, if he, if, he, if you knew he was gonna be there ten days earlier, yes. Were you gonna be able to train up and actually catch it? No. But so. but my thing is okay. But the difference between because this is what you also have to think about because Ronald came in at a one twenty forty, and then the guy that came in third came in at a one twenty forty seven. So it's not as if you took second with ease. Yeah. You took second with 0.7 of a second. <laughs> like, you, you, y'all was right there with each other yeah. when you crossed the finish line. Yeah. So, you had some competition outside of well, And I mean, I mean, we're not putting all this on Ronald. Of you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say all that. But I'm just saying, I mean, I know when I heard, I was kind of like, really? <laughs> we were surprised. Yeah, I was real surprised. I was just like, who's you know this what? late dude? Let me look him up. Though. Yeah, but you know what? And look, I wasn't going to be in the money regardless. Yeah, so, so that's just. You know, fun talk. Mm-hmm. Much respect to everybody because yeah. I didn't. I didn't run that time. Running a half marathon in one twenty is like my six mile, my six point two mile, my ten k time. Uh-huh. So amazing to everybody that did that, and no shade at all. But we just find it interesting the way that they do size up elite and do size up the fact of who can win a race, who who may win a race, especially when there's money involved. Like yeah. that stuff gets serious. Yeah, my, my, money money gets real serious real yes. quick. Yeah. So, but regardless of all that. Great Great, great time being on the panel. Yes. Great, great time. The expo was wonderful. Yes, Everybody was. was out there. Mm-hmm. You know, great vendors. Great vendors. Oh my now, I, I, and, and I mean, I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I know you were not a VIP. I was not, and that's fine. And, no, yeah, that's what the party was. Ugh. In the VIP. If you I are going to be at the race next year, you got to be a. VIP. You better be a VIP. Yes. They had a little, 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 little area carting off. Yes. That you could get your little food at the VIP. We had um, some sushi at the VIP. I was a little tacos. I was a little salty. Free massages in the VIP. Y'all got it all. But did you know, y'all know what else y'all got? I went up to somebody trying to figure out where I could use the bathroom first thing in the morning. 
And they said, well, if you're VIP, you can go inside the building. If you're not VIP, you can go to the porta potties. I was like, well, damn. Port that potty, girl. <laughs> Port that potty over there. So be VIP next year. Come to I race. definitely recommend it, you to be VIP. Yes. Because I actually wasn't feeling, I was like, who cares, VIP? What, right. What, what's but this? It, it what's was it? definitely worth it. But in the end, it. yeah, it, it was, was definitely worth it. Yeah, it was a lot of perks for the VIP. Now, um, how did you feel about it being on a Saturday? Would you? Did you think it's just well? Because a lot of long races are Sundays. Yes, they do them on Sundays, and I mean, of course, they're using Impact Church, so of course they can't do it on a Sunday. Exactly, it has to be on a Saturday. Yeah, so I think between that, but I think a lot of times the reasons why they do long races on Sundays as well is because of road blockings. And so it's probably cheaper to get the cheaper to do it probably on Sundays. Um, I would think the police would be more expensive though. On Sundays? Well, I mean, it's more, a Sunday. Uh, I guess uh, maybe a weekend is a weekend and don't matter. I think about yeah. Sundays because of road blocking. Yeah. And, like, sometimes you don't want to, you know, do that. So, But also helps the expo. Yes. For a bigger race, you want to be able to have that Friday and Saturday yes. expo. Um, so that might be another reason. Exactly. You know, so. Yeah. That, but I, that definitely could be a reason. Mm. Or you want people that can travel from out of town or anything that they should be able to get to the expo. Because, of course, on Friday, I knew a lot of people that couldn't get to the races expo because yeah. it was on Friday. Yeah. Or couldn't come by the time it closed down. Yeah. Um, so people had to get their bibs and all that. So I think that that would be a difference. Well, and now let me just say this. When I pulled into the parking lot, because the expo started at like 1130. Yes, I didn't. I wasn't there right on time for the opening, but mm-hmm. when I parked, pulled in the parking lot, I was astounded. Yes. I was like, was I mean, it was there. a lot of people mm-hmm. there. For, I mean, you gotta understand, this is a Friday in Atlanta. Yes, I mean, but people took off for this though. I know I got off, off early. People I got were, off early for work. <laughs> people were hanging out, so I was really, really happy when I got there. Um, it was very organized, in my yes. opinion, to pick up your bill. It was, um, and you know, they you went through quickly, and then you got to the expo. Yeah, um, actually, everybody they gave everybody. At least, well, maybe it was just a VIP. Did, what about it? Did you get a bag? No, that was VIP only. Oh, there again, that's you. Really? <laughs> that's what you're doing? I feel like you knew the answer to that question and you were just I trying did. to throw shade I did. I wasn't VIP. Anyway, so as a VIP, you got a little tote bag. <sighs> and in the tote bag, they gave you a little $5 card mm-hmm. to help with purchasing items mm-hmm. at the expo. Yes. So, you know, that was nice. Little perks. Little perk. You know, perk you want to throw out there? Okay, we get you. <laughs> we got you. But um, so and the, you know, I like the um, bibs. They had your baker backer number on the bib, yes. and you know your name. Yes. So I, I was I was very really honestly the production that, of the whole thing yes, was very was, very professional. I think a lot of people were very surprised, which. It really, I don't test. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you don't put it on. But it, it came together very nicely. Very nicely. And I think this race could really turn into one of Huge. those unique races yes. that people just put on their calendar. Yes. Um, you know, because they're coming up with inventive ways to do things that, that are not the norm mm-hmm. for most races. Exactly. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with you. Definitely agree. So I already know what half I'm doing for October of 2019. Exactly. So exactly. put that down. And you don't want to miss it. And it's just amazing to be able to see the amount of people that came out to support and also running in areas of town that we don't normally run in. No. Um, And seeing people that live in those areas like, hey! Seeing us, doing? like, hey, like, wow. Us, they're yeah. like, what are y'all doing? And being excited and actually stepping outside of their house and cheering, which was great. Yeah, it was wonderful. So. It was wonderful. I, I definitely recommend it. Um, if Tess decides to have a... Um, what do they do? Like right after the race, they do a little discount. Yeah. If she does like that, guys, sign up. Yes. Well, they did launch today the the shops the store for the apparel. So there was I a lot of people that. that hit me up hit me up yesterday 
that were asking because they were trying to get apparel because they weren't able to actually come to the race but yeah. they wanted to at least support and wanted some of the gear and they did relaunch the shop um the portion of, of shopping for different gear um, online today so that's awesome so if you do still want some gear tanks i think it was tanks hats they got, and the, shoes, they got the jacket on there too and everything was on not shoes sorry socks <laughs> they have shoes y'all socks um they do have that online for you to purchase yeah i might so. i might i might get one of them jackets i might yeah i've been contemplating yeah yeah nice little jacket, yeah, nice little jacket so. <laughs> we shifting gears shifting gears a little okay. bit i read an article mm-hmm. um the young man's name is marcus evans um he goes by 300 pounds and running Okay. He's a lot. I mean, three hundred pounds. Yes. He's a larger brother. Yes. So, and he's a he considers himself to be a back of the packer. Okay. In the race, I was definitely a back of the packer, uh-huh. and actually, I enjoyed it. I, okay. I feel like the people in the back are friendlier. Sometimes they are. Them, them fast they, runners they can be a little bit. Yeah, they can be a little little snooty. Yeah. So, um, I was in the back of the pack, but he wrote an article, um, and you can and you can see it at three hundred three hundred pounds and running. He has a Instagram. Um, that you can go look at. And this is just not a regular guy. He actually has his own podcast. Yes. He has been featured in Running World mm-hmm. um, and a few other uh, magazines. He does kind of like we do. He interviews people, um, inspirational stories about um, runners. And I've listened to his podcast quite a few times, so put it on your list. But anyway, he did an article about Back of the Packers. Yes. So I just happened to, I, I saw it and I read it, and, you know, he goes in. I mean, some of his, you know, things are like, you know, the water station's getting taken down too early, yes. time and mass being taken up, mile markers, you know, getting to the finish line, and yet he can't get a medal because they've packed everything up. Yes. And I just kind of posted it. And I posted it on my Facebook, just kind of like, hey, what do y'all think of this? I kind of reposted it with his mm-hmm. information. And... I got quite a few comments okay. um, about it, and actually Tess commented because, of course, she's a race director. Because basically, okay. the thing said, "Open letter to race directors from the back of the pack." Mm-hmm. And so Tess commented, you know, saying how, of course, she cares about all her runners and things like that. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of a mixed bag. Some people were, you know, giving their own testimonials. Yes. About what has happened when they have been in the back of the pack. Other people were like, well, you know, if it's a timed event and you don't finish in time, it it is what it is. So being of a person that I won't consider myself totally back of the pack, depending upon the race, Mm -hmm. but I'm close to it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I and I I did it. Honestly, I did a whole vlog on this whole comment um, and situation because there was there was a lot of people that were posted on last year during the New York Road Runners because there was people actually fussing at some of the runners in the in NYC marathon that were taking a long time. They were taking seven, eight hours to get done mm-hmm. for the marathon. Now what's different with an NYC marathon is that their race director Peter he waits for every single person. He waits and does not allow them to take down anything until that last runner comes in. And him, as a race director, stays at the finish line to bring in the last runners. And that is something that's very different. So basically, there's not a time cap for New York, for, for New York, mm-hmm. whereas other races there are. Okay. Um, and so I posted, there was something for the the for Publix. What year was that that we did Team Take Down Publix? Was it 20, 2017? So it was last year. She has the shirt I had on, the shirt so she, on. She looked down. <laughs> I had the the shirt on, (laughs) but I have a picture of police actually like bringing in the back of the pack. 
like literally like basically telling them all right y'all gotta move to the side the the cones are coming up y'all gotta finish somehow and i literally felt bad because i stayed out there a little while between that race and the 10 miler and seeing people trying to find their way to finish the race because there's no more cones down there's nobody out there telling you directions you're just trying to figure out how to get to the finish line Mm-hmm. And so literally you're you're now asked to go on the sidewalk versus running in the streets. And I understand that it's a part of how long the race directors can have the streets closed off. Yeah. So I totally get that. But it does serve as a very bad inconvenience and it gives a different perception on you should be this speed in order to get all the perks of this race or all of the security of this race. Well, and that's what he's saying. His yeah. article... Um, he basically states exactly what you said. Okay. I, I, I pay my money. Yeah. And my thing is, if I pay my money, you need to just give me my medal. Yeah. Because, I mean, come on, y'all. Right. I mean, I mean, really, come mm-hmm. on. Are, are we mm-hmm. really, any? is anybody except for the elites really in this thing to, right. to win anything right. besides beating yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, you're trying, like, you tried your PR in Chicago. Right. But other than that, you paid a hundred and what, $90? $195. Boy, if you don't give me this medal. Exactly. We, mm-hmm. It's going to be me and you. Yeah. Exactly. So, and actually, I, I have a, a Chicago. Mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to give the person's name because it okay. was it was in a closed um, group that this came out. Okay. And basically, they ran Chicago. Mm-hmm. I want to say they finished in seven hours, something like that. Mm, okay. Everything was done. Everything mm-hmm. was gone. She, she didn't get a medal or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, but she was posting in this group about it. They had it. shut down Chicago? That's what, I mean, basically that's what her statement was. They had uh-huh. shut down and she didn't get nothing. The medals right. were gone by the time she got mm-hmm. to the finish line. And basically she was in this group to posting this information and then somebody posts, well, okay, that's strange because that doesn't sound like Chicago, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of explained, you know, well, it took me this long, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And the other person said, oh, then you're not actually a marathoner. Oh. Ooh. I those 26.2 miles just what? as much as you did. It may what? have looked different, but those 26.2 miles was on these legs. Man, I, I got a real problem wow, with athletic gatekeepers. I that really, really it bo- burns me. When you're when you're talking about a, a sport that is a hobby mm-hmm. for, I would say maybe 99.9 of the people that actually participate mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. You what? Right. I I, I I paid my money like you did. Right. I, I ran the same amount of distance. It took me longer than you, but I finished. Right. And the crazy thing was, there's an article out on the actual last finisher of Chicago Marathon that mm-hmm. took 16 hours. Wow. So, how he a marathoner. Right. But the, the person that finished seven isn't. Well, I will tell you this. Chicago does do this. And mm-hmm. this was something that I was gunning for for this year Mm -hmm. so after chicago the monday of chicago you get a article you get all of the finishers get their name put in the newspaper yeah okay yeah okay however if you do not if you run if you do not run a 6 30 or better six hours and 30 minutes or better your name does not get printed if you don't give me the time again 6 30 six hours and 30 minutes your name does not get does printed. Does not get printed. Wow, I didn't know that. So last year when I ran it, my name was not in there, but I made it this year. So there I'm very happy. There it is. Dead I'm it. very happy, but I just want to say that because there are certain things that they put in place. If you don't meet that cap, your yeah. name does not get put in the newspaper. Well, a lot of people, and that's kind of, you know, the people that posted it and commented, a lot of them, that was their thing. If it is an advertised time limit. Yeah. 
That's on you. Mm-hmm. And some people said, well, you know, of course, when I sign up for a race, I look at that. People right. know, you know, that their pace isn't really fast. Right. They look at it because they're like, I'm not going to enter this race because I'm not going to be able to do it. So I will say this. There needs to be a difference. And I think I saw a comment on one of your, your posts, Tommy, about mm. this. Ensuring that racer, race directors display this as well as runners understand there's a difference between chip time and gun time versus gun time that's true so what that means is that if you go and let's just make it simple if it's a 5k right there's three different waves and it's gun time only if that first wave starts at 7 a.m and you know that you can't make the 40 minute cutoff like you have to literally be closer to the beginning when that gun time goes to give you all of that 40 minutes yes Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas chip time means when you cross that mat, that's when your time starts. Whereas gun time, that means whenever that gun goes off, regardless of when you cross that finish, that starting line, that's when your time starts as soon as that gun goes off. So I think that people also need to ensure that they're looking at that because that makes a difference also. But majority of the big races are chip time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I know the when I I went to a triathlon once, (laughs) an Ironman, and trust me, they spend bank. Yes. To be in those. Like $500. Yeah. Crazy yeah. bank. Mm-hmm. If you didn't get off the bike at a certain time. Oh, yeah. Oh. You, they, make oh. You, they make you sign a waiver. Yeah. Get on, like, you go on not, to the side. You are DF. Yeah, you done. did not finish. Yeah. And if you don't cross a certain at a certain point, you will not be able to continue. And it's a little different with a marathon. I understand. I, I want to say I did a half marathon. Where was I? Indiana? I want to say, and I could be wrong, it was a half marathon that I did out of state, and they literally, if you did not cross a certain point mm-hmm. by a certain time, they didn't allow you to finish. Really? Yes. Yes. Wow. So it is that serious, and yeah. I was nervous. Because <laughs> <laughs> that gives you a little extra peppy and stuff, because you don't want to train for something and not be able, and to, not be able to, you know, complete it or finish it because of, you know, you couldn't get to a certain point. That's true. That's but true. But there should be respect all the way around in regards to regardless of what your pace is. I feel like there should be respect because it doesn't stuff like this and like that article, Tommy, mm-hmm. it doesn't allow people that want to get off the couch into the pavement confidence to be able to do so because there's so many people that are concerned about their pace, that are concerned that they're not elite, that are concerned about they they may not be able to make it, that, that don't get out there because of comments like that, situations like that. That they're the back of the pack and they're getting swept up by the police or swept up by the balloon lady. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because you're not making it. You know, because you're not making it in time. And to not get a medal and for everything to be put away. No more water. Hell, no more toilet tissue for me at mile seven. Like, I'm 17. Like, Mm -hmm. those are the type things that it makes you discouraged. It's a little, I think, different with triathlons. Mm -hmm. Because if you actually are going to step out there and try to do an Ironman, you in some kind of shape. You, I mean, you might not be the greatest I know swimmer. Somebody that tried for a full Ironman. I think she did it three times, and she DNF three times before she officially got it. Really? Three times. Wow. Yeah, and she. Was Where like, did she DNF at? That she, she DNF at the, at the race. The I mean, running, at the um, the running portion. The running. Okay, so she made it to the running. Yes, it was okay. the running portion. But she, yeah, I think it's like twelve a.m. Like depending on yeah. where you are, it's twelve a.m. Yeah. Like if you not, if you hadn't crossed, you know, it's a wrap. But three times. And it, I mean, an a, a Ironman is very difficult, but she was a bigger, bigger, heavier set lady. Yeah. Um, and that has no, because I mean, I know some heavy set people that be getting it on the street. Yeah. But she did it DNF three, to- three times, did not qualify for three, three not, did not finish three times until she officially became, Got an, it iron, done. became an iron woman. Wow. Wow. But that's de- that's dedication and determination. Yeah. You know what I mean? She was wanting it. But it is, it, it is very hurtful. 
Well, I mean, and just kind of, you know, at the end of this, the, the back of the Packers, I mean, I understand what he's saying because he mm-hmm. and, and really I think everybody you should go read this article because it is very interesting. He go in. He really goes in mm-hmm. on, in the article itself um, about it. He had he makes some really good points mm-hmm. that honestly I never thought about. And I did get some comments of things that have happened at races yes. where people packing up early is disgraceful. Oh, they do it. Because even in one of the comments, it was like um, the lady said she was a volunteer mm-hmm. and she waited. Mm-hmm. She like had to actually grab Kim Cabinets. Mm-hmm. So she had to grab medals because she knew there were still people out there yeah. to make sure these people got medals. Yeah. Um, and when the person came across, the director barely even paid any attention when mm-hmm. the person crossed, when they should be. Like you said, in New York, they're right. cheering those they're last cheering runners. They're cheering those last people on. It was, it, usually in New York, it's dark outside. Yeah. Those people are still rolling in. And that's a huge demographic because, trust me, I'm guaranteeing there's more what considered back of the Packers than yeah. there are elites. There are. That are paying for these races. Yeah. So, and I think, you know, what's, what's the, the frustrating part for me is that these type of activities that these... Uh, and I'm not going to say race directors. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I can say race directors because they, they set some standards. Mm-hmm. And I know that they have rules as far as times of having to close down the, the course and security and all of those things. I totally get that. But I think that it allows or perpetuates the ability for elitists and people that are not back with Packers to be more rude to back of the Packers and not understand where they're coming from. Yeah. Because if the race directors and the racists are doing these type things to these runners, it doesn't allow for people to have continuous respect for all runners. True. Yes. Very, very, very true. Very mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Well, another great yes! show. Oh, yes, I didn't tell yes, y'all yes. we weren't going to have a guest, did I? Anyway, we had no guests. Y'all know we can talk for days. I don't know if y'all, we can talk for days. We can probably do every episode without an interview, but, you know, that's We, we, we want to bring other people in, you know. You got to bring people over, people over sometimes, yes. so you see what you're doing. Yes. But, anyway, um, another great episode, yes. episode 14. Yes, yes. Truly happy you made it home and with your PR. Thank you for all the love again for everybody (laughs) from Chicago and just love for this podcast. We really, really, really. I want to say I appreciate everybody that listens. I appreciate everybody that came up to me at the uh, the expo. Yes, pictures. People are like, "Where's Tommy? Where's India?" We got pictures, so that was great. (laughs) It was great. I want to thank again um, the Unity Collective for allowing us to be on the panel. I know we say Tess's name a lot, but we know there were more people involved in this than just. Test yeah. um, that that put this thing on, and they mm-hmm. did a great, great job. I can't wait until next year. Right. Um, I, I knew I had to get this medal. Yes. I could not not get this and medal. And I'm not going to lie, the half marathon medal was banging. It was what? so much more better than, it was so much more better, Lord Jesus. <laughs> it was so much better than the 5K medal. It was worth it. It was nice and heavy. Yes. Like, it was a great medal. It was a great medal. I, yes. I mean, I really, because, you know, I mean, because I've done some virtual races yes. and like put them together. Yeah. I know it's it's not easy to get medals. It's not, and they ain't cheap. No, so uh, they they came with it they with the medal. So with we, the metal, we really design, appreciate that. Exactly, everything, everything was great. Yes. great meeting everyone. Um, now, India, if they want to get in touch with you, yeah. how are they gonna do that? So they can find me at i underscore of underscore indigo with the e e n d i g o underscore run. So that's i of indigo runs. That's my personal Instagram. I also have a page miles from India. Um, you can find me on Facebook at India Cook. Um, that is my Facebook page. And then you can also email me if you have any questions, concerns, things you want to talk about, anything of that nature at milesfromindia at gmail.com. And, um, oh, before we go, so you got anything else you you, you, you want to tell them? 
that you're doing? Because I, I, as I recall, you took over somebody's IG, but you ain't talking <laughs> oh, about it on the show. Yes. Why I you holding stuff back? I briefly, t- I thought I did talk about you it. You ain't show. say nothing about it, and I'm like, wait the hell is it? <laughs> Gail, if you do not tell these people what's going on in your life. Okay, so I apologize. So the weekend of Chicago, I did take over Inspiring Women Runners Instagram page. So the whole weekend of Chicago, I, I was in their stories and pictures and everything. So I did not post as much on my personal pages because I literally took over their Instagram. It's an amazing, amazing page. I think she has like 40,000 followers. Wow. Very good page. So I felt the love from them. So that was really, really, really good. So I enjoyed that. So that was just for the weekend. But you all, for any of our ladies or anybody that may be interested, go on over to Inspiring Women Runners. She's always posting training tips. Um, she has, she basically posts people that inspiring women just in general like Mm -hmm. women that are running women that are pregnant women that may have some type of like disadvantage in some kind of way like she just posts it all and she just very inspiring always having inspiring words so i was very humbled and appreciative that she allowed me to take over the instagram for the weekend that's that's wonderful yes nobody asked me to take over you're so silly so that was amazing (laughs) um and then of course for my people that do like vlogs i do still have my vlog um and that's miles from india i did do a race recap on that that i will be posting um or should be posted soon so if you are into vlogs and if you are interested in seeing how my chicago my first chicago marathon last year took place i vlogged that whole experience so i have several episodes there and you can find that on facebook at miles from india it is a like page and you can see all the vlogs there so yes and i am tommy mitchell and you can inbox me at <laughs> tmitch68 that's about all I got. You look like you just don't care. Like that's all I got. If At least he stopped me. telling y'all that he can't. <laughs> he don't check his Facebook that often. I, honestly, I guess I will now because when I posted that on Facebook, got I got a lot of responses. Yes. I'm like, oh, I guess people do. People still, be looking for you. You know they are. You know everybody, mom and daddy be on Facebook. <laughs> Thank you. Everybody Listen, like. I be having people message me, and I'll be like, I ask my dad. It'll be like the same last night. Name is mine. I have to really message my dad. Like, who is this? And they be like, Oh, that's your cousin's cousin. I be like, Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my cousin's cousin. <laughs> so we're not related. Right. That's like third and fourth cousin. Now. <laughs> anyway. Well, once again, great episode, yes. India, yes. and we will see y'all in a couple of weeks. All right. Have a good one. Peace. <laughs>